Hello everybody, this is Zachary Kameen, the Curious Christian, and these are Curious Conversations. And today we're going to discuss a very important issue, that of what is going on with our political world, especially uh, the Democratic majority now in Congress, they're in uh, the House, and what is going on with uh, the Senate. Okay. Uh, and all the elections and whatnot. So, I'm going to be pushing back on several uh, things on both sides. Uh, I'll, I'll obviously be uh, shown to be far more conservative to the left than I am liberal to the right. Uh, but I'm quite confident by the end of it, nobody will like me, so it works out. Uh, because last, these are my opinions, not yours. My thoughts, not yours. Uh, you'll you'll notice some of the noise in the background. Like last episode, I am uh, headed off to work, and so and as you know, I ride my bike to work. Why? Because it's good for me. Uh, it's thoroughly enjoyable, and it gives me time to think. It gives me time to speak to the wonderful people of the likes of yourselves. Uh, so, to the subject at hand, uh, I want to touch on first the House of Representatives. Uh, many are uh, kind of freaking out about, you know, We've got extreme uh, socialistic influences now in the House, or outspoken socialistic influences in the House now. Uh, and so many on the right are up in arms and outraged by this. But I'm not. I'm perfectly content with this, right? Uh, there's also a number of out of the uh, outed uh, homosexuals or sodomites and lesbians, and uh, I think even one transgender person, but I can't remember, which is fascinating to me. Uh, it doesn't matter to me. Uh, I know that or about any of that. Uh, what concerns me is that all of them are undoubtedly uh, not just left of center, but are borderline socialists or outspoken socialists. And this is the concerning thing. Similarly, on the right, we have much more uh, demanded much more uh, radical 
right wingers, uh, a lot more outspoken Christians, a lot more people who are outspoken in their Christian faith, uh, in their Christian religion. And I, I want to say that I am encouraged on both sides that this is the case. Because that's the whole point of the House of Representatives. Well, you may ask about that. Well, in the House of Representatives, it is meant to represent the, the lobbying people of America. Uh, it is meant for representing the activists. Now, they, I've even said, uh, Many have said, you know, uh, it's supposed to represent the people perfectly. And so you look at demographics and, oh, look at this, look at this. Uh, there's not as, you know, there's 30% black people in America. Why isn't there in uh, the, the house? Or there's 3% uh, gays in lesbians or sodomites and lesbians and transgenders and blah blah blahs uh, why not being represented in uh, a state house well because that was not the point of the flipping house of representatives to represent demographics you morons it's meant to represent ideas it's meant to represent the most active among us. It's not meant to represent sloths. There's only, there are, it's not meant to represent the unfruitful among us. So, uh, the whole point of the House of Representatives is to allow the states, or allow the people of the states, to have a voice and demand strike, as it were, uh, make their petitions known to the federal government that they want these changes in the world, or in America, rather. And so that's the whole point. So if you, you people complain about, you know, that Ocasio-Cortez lady, who's only a couple years older than me, who is a outspoken socialist, uh, they say, you know, what's she doing there, blah, blah, blah. Well, she's, what she's doing there is she's old enough to be a uh, representative. She's old enough to be a house rep. And so we shouldn't push back on that, right? People say she's too young. Well, according to the Constitution, she's not too young. So, in fact, she's, you know, she's borderline too young, you know, but... Uh, she still made it. She's perfectly fine. And I see no issue and I get frustrated with those who say, you know, basing off demographical mumbo-jumbo. Because that's just silly. Uh, I'm also encouraged by those who are on the right who are being represented in the state house, which is why I'm encouraged about both sides, because there are people on both sides of the aisle 
who are socialists. There are those who are Nazis. There are those who are... And a Nazi is somebody who's a national socialist. I don't mean, you know, just some crazy white supremacist. But I mean, they're nationalist socialists, so they're all for socialism, but not for the global socialism, like uh, communism is. But they are national socialists, which is perfectly legal. Uh, usually they're on the Democratic Party ticket, but that's besides the point. Uh, and I thoroughly enjoy that they're in there because there was a suppression of those ideas. I think they're terrible ideas. I think that they're unfruitful ideas, but they should have the argument so that they can at the very least be dealt with and not censured off of uh, and uh, gagged, as it were. They should be heard, and if anything, they should be made fun of. Uh, they should be laughed at, they should be ridiculed, they should be uh, scoffed at, mocked at, all of the things. Uh, but they should be, it should be done to their faces so that they can uh, mock back, scoff back, uh, make their arguments, uh, and do what they can, and, you know, and the best ideas win. That's the whole point of the House of Representatives. Uh, the Senate, on the other hand, is not meant for uh, ideologies. This is the interesting thing about the whole thing. Uh, I take a Christian view of senators. There is a Christian view because the scriptures use a different word than senator. They use the word elder or presbyter, uh, priest, what have you. And so uh, the whole point of a senator is somebody who is basically not a house repper. Right? They, the whole point of the Senate is to not be, not to be ideal. ideal logical. They're not to be filled with ideas. They're to uh, manage and govern the country. They're the ones to, uh, uh, they're to keep a level head. They're, the whole point of the senators, or the Senate, is to be a council of old men who are good at managing their own home. And because they're good at managing their home, they can then manage the country. Um, you get this from 1 Timothy, 2 Timothy, the book of Titus. Obviously, people d will disagree, but that's okay. Uh, yes, yesterday at my church, uh, yesterday was uh, November 14th. Today is November 15th, as I'm doing this recording. Uh, we had, as a church, uh, confirmed several elders who were nominated, uh, several senators, uh, for a three-year term. And so uh, we based it off of uh, what scripture says an elder is meant to be. Right. So or a senator is meant to be, and do similar with uh, 
with senators in the public square. Now some people say, oh, church and state, church and state. Yeah, well go screw your church and state business. Uh, it's not about church or state. The founders themselves wanted to use a biblical term of senator. So if you have an issue with church and state, you should have an issue with the Constitution. Many of you who cry out church and state, do you have a problem with the Constitution because of its biblical language? And so, I will say, uh, as a Christian, I will vote as a Christian with Christian principles, with Christian order, with Christian meaning. And so, when in my state of Michigan, when it was between Debbie Stabenow and John James, uh, it would not, there was, there was no uh, competition because Debbie Stabenow is not qualified to be a senator. Uh, and she's qualified to be a state rep, that, that'd be fine, at least in my view, because there are women to be represented and women have ideas that need to be represented. Even though I don't necessarily agree Again, because I made point, uh, it's not meant to represent demographics, it's meant to represent ideas. So, if an idea is good enough for women, it should be also good enough for men. If it's good enough for men, it's good enough for women. So, the question becomes, can you have a man who can represent the same ideas as women? And if not, then uh, there should, you know, how far do you, where, where do you want to go with that slippery slope that you need a woman in order to make a point because it only makes sense if you're a woman. Uh, if you need a demographic to make a point set, make sense, then it's not an actual sense, point that makes sense. That's simply, not a, it's not a conviction. It is a uh, ideal, it is a fairy tale, but man, I just digress. Big time bunny trails. So the reason why I say she's not qualified is because she is, you know, this may sound sexist, which is why you get, you know, those who didn't mind what I said about, you know, yes, let the socialists in, are gonna mind this. Uh, she is not a one woman man. She is not a one woman man, thus, uh, she should not be a senator, which by definition means old guy. <laughs> uh, and again, grabs the, it anchors itself in the scriptural definition of elder. And you can read that again in First, Second Timothy and Titus for your, you know, what the qualifications of an, a senator or an elder is. Uh, in fact, if I was in Arizona, I'm, I'm partly happy that the Democratic Socialist lady won the election in Arizona, um, as opposed to the conservative woman, uh, because uh, I don't, again, I don't agree that the Socialist lady should be in the Senate, she should be in the House of Representatives. 
because she's representing an idea. Uh, and if that's, you know, she's representing an idea, she should be in the House of Reps, not the Senate. And I understand that the lady, the other lady who was running in the Republican side, would have, if she had the attitude of a senator, right? She, she wasn't an ideologue, she wasn't a uh, idealist. She was a level-headed person, but again, she was a lady. And by definition, an old lady is not an old man. Unless, <laughs> well, scratch that. This is 2018, going on 2019, here in a month. Uh, she could just, uh, she could just identify as a man for demographic purposes. But it's, again, it's not a demographic purpose. It's by definition. Like, uh, we've, the reason why it was okay to redefine the word marriage is because we had already redefined the word senator. We had already redefined the word president or presbyter. We've already redefined the word uh, representative. And so since we're already redefining some of our most important in the civil governments, uh, it made sense, at least in their heads, in our day and age, the zeitgeist head, to redefine marriage, because that's a, you know, here to redefine senator to mean old guys and old ladies, then it's easy to redefine marriage as guy and guy and girl and girl and so on and so forth. It's silliness. Uh, this is an extremely important thing because understand that this was the mindset before the women's suffrage movement of uh, how representatives worked. Uh, did ladies, were, were ladies representatives or did they run it to be representatives before the women's suffrage movement? Yes. Uh, I would have to look up how many women ever were a part of Congress before women had the right to vote. Uh, I would actually, that might be my next thing to read about uh, and research. You know, who was the first female uh, congressman, the congress lady. And reason why I think I want to know what that is is because uh, <laughs> I want to know uh, which district of the country uh, forgot what the word and well I, it would depend on the lady and it would depend on the reasons why the people voted for her uh, if it was simply to be edgy like it was some valley of Connecticut area who embraced egalitarianism and said, you know, oh, we're going to elect the first lady to Congress because we're edgy and we're hip. 
you know, 1800s hip. Uh, I'd be fascinated by that. Uh, I'd be fascinated by that. And if anybody actually knows that answer and can point me to some good resources, that would be sweet. But that's besides the point. Uh, still point is, uh, females are not meant to be senators because senators by definition are men. Uh, if you don't like it, no, you cannot redefine the word senator. That is not allowed. You must uh, figure out something else. Right? You must figure out uh, what else to do <laughs> other than redefining your terms to make you feel better. Uh, that being said, I also want to touch on the presidency. Uh, I myself voted for Donald Trump. Uh, it was most definitely a difficult decision because of my definition of president. Uh, again, I, I generally apply the term president, apply it to biblical texts, apply it to uh, uh, 1st Timothy, 2nd Timothy, and Titus in references to elders or presbyters. Again, the word Presbyterian is the Greek word for elder, or the word president is grabbing from the, the Greek word for elder, and the senators is grabbing from the uh, Latin word for elder. Uh, in, in another sense, uh, president is grabbing from, in that day, president or presbyter was defined as bishop, and so a bishop would preside over the elders, and so they're, also, they're grabbing from a, a Church of England church government. So again, it's funny that people say, you know, church and state, divide them but our form of government is an Episcopalian form of government in one sense. It's a, it's a merge, it's an ecumenical merge of Presbyterian and Episcopalian governments to the, to the civil square. Uh, again, this was the Episcopalian government before, uh, you know, 200 years before egalitarianism took over the Christian backbone of the Church of England. Uh, I am, and, and so when it came to the 2016 election, why did I vote for Trump instead of Hillary Clinton? Uh, they say, well, it was a binary, it was a binary choice. It was a binary choice. It was between Hillary Clinton, the evil spawn of Satan, and Donald Trump, the roaring lion of New York. Actually, both of them from New York, which I found fascinating that you had two New York uh, representatives. You had two representatives from New York, basically, duking it out like a, a rumble in the Bronx uh, type of attitude. Uh, and that was extremely fascinating to me in one sense. Because you could have at least gotten somebody from another part of the country, but you did not. It's okay. 
But again, I didn't, I didn't see, even, see it as a binary. I saw it as you only had one choice. It was Donald Trump. Unfortunately, that was the only choice. <laughs> uh, and the people were like, well, why not? There was Hillary Clinton there. They're like, no. It's like, why? Because she's a lady? It's like, well, yeah, one, all right? She, by definition, presbyter, again, means old guy. Uh, if anything, Donald Trump definitely has old guy while he's in his 70s. He's definitely an old man. Uh, but beyond my, you know, my tongue-in-cheekness, uh, she's also the wife of a president. So I can doubly Christianize why I didn't vote for her. Because I can't. Well, you, people say, well, why not? Why can't you vote for her? Well, because of the, I believe it's the 22nd Amendment. Well, what's the 22nd Amendment? People are flipping through the constitutions right now looking for, it's like, is that the 19th Amendment, which is the women's suffrage movement? Are you saying that women can't vote? I didn't say that. I said the 22nd Amendment, not the 19th Amendment. Uh, if I remember correctly, again, I'm riding my bike, so my constitution is in my backpack. And I don't feel like stopping because there's cars whizzing by me, and that's just dangerous, y'all. Uh, 22nd Amendment says that a president cannot go more than two terms. They're like, well, she's not. She's going for her first term. No, I am a Christian. And some of you Christian listeners are like, yeah, and you even voted for Hillary. How dare you be unconstitutional? You're, you can either be voting for Hillary, put Christian Americans, Americans who are Christians, in an interesting binary decision. Do you ignore the Bible and then uh, vote for Hillary? Or do you look at the Bible and the Constitution together and realize that there's no way you can vote for Hillary in many different aspects? I already mentioned the one aspect that she's a lady, so she by definition can't be an old man, but this is 2018, and she could just identify as a man for the sake of definitions, as it were. Uh, but the other reason is because she's, she's married to Bill Clinton, right? And some people, you know, you may ask, well, what does that have to do with anything? Well, Bible says, drum roll please, two, Genesis 2, uh, the two, you know, a man shall leave his father and mother, and the two shall, or Genesis 3, scratch that, Genesis 3, uh, a man shall leave his father and mother and cleave to his wife, and the two shall become one flesh. The Lord Jesus also echoes this in uh, his uh, dealings with teaching of marriage. They become one flesh because that's how it was in the beginning. And so he, that was his teaching on divorce. Uh, and how you shouldn't get divorced except for adultery. Which, I mean, she could get a divorce because, you know, her husband committed adultery on her, but she, de she decided not to. And she, my, she cannot because she has, we have to either void out the Fifth, Command, Fifth Amendment or void out the 22nd Amendment. And you may ask again, well, why is that? Well, the Fifth Amendment 
echoes again Genesis 3 and Matthew uh, where it says, you know, I plead the fifth. Uh, it's not just the accused that has the right to plead the fifth, but the accused, accused's uh, spouse can plead the fifth on their spouse's behalf without any uh, punishment. They have the right. They have that Fifth Amendment right to do so. Well, why is that? Well, because the constitutional framers recognized the self-evident reality of Genesis 3 that because uh, a wife is by definition one flesh with her husband to get her to testify against her husband would be a breaking of the fifth command or fifth amendment so i cannot and will not vote for hillary clinton michelle obama uh melania trump even though i don't think she can because she's a uh, immigrant uh, she was not a natural born citizen i do believe uh, so then by definition she can't because of what the constitution says uh, but so i would either have to void out and ignore the fifth amendment which lifts up uh, genesis 3 or or echoes genesis 3 or i would have to ignore uh, the 22nd amendment which if that's the case you know, then Hillary Clinton's running against Obama again, and we all know that if Obama ran for a third term, he would win that third term, hands down. And, you know, there you go. Uh, I don't know if you guys have ever thought about that, but, you know, I actually have, uh, when talking to uh, believers and non-believers about why I voted for Trump and not Hillary, and they say, well, did you think it's binary? He's like, no, it's not binary. On several points, it's not binary. I cannot vote for Hillary because one, she is a female. She is a old lady. She is not an old man. So by definition, she cannot be a president, a presbyter, an elder, a old man. Uh, for the second point, again, to, clear, to summarize, I could not vote for her because to vote for her, I would have to either ignore the Fifth Amendment or ignore the 22nd Amendment. So as a Christian, I cannot vote for any female for senator or president. And in Hillary Clinton's case, as a American, I cannot and will not vote for uh, Laura Bush or Hillary Clinton for president because they are wives or spouses of presidencies and so by definition by constitutional definition I cannot and will not vote for uh, Hillary Clinton. Uh, so, 
there you go guys uh, we touched on and enraged I touched on and enraged all of you I don't think there's one <laughs> I'm pretty sure I am an island in this matter uh, nobody's gonna view it this way I'm an outlier if I ever run for public office this is bound to be the reason why I don't get into office uh, if I ever get nominated to run for office I will <laughs> I will be the one who leaks this uh, audio recording to everyone that I'm voting you know that maybe wants to vote for me to basically ensure that I never can do public office ever because well I'm a Christian I believe the Bible and I'm an American I've actually read the Constitution so God bless you guys. I usually say, come to Jesus, and I'm still going to say that, come to Jesus, but I usually say, drink some coffee, drink your coffee, but I'm riding my bike, and it's really hard to drink coffee when you're riding your bike. Uh, I do not have any coffee on me, but I assure you, in about 15 to 20 minutes, I will be drinking copious amount of coffee when I get to work, I'm about five minutes out. So God bless you. Uh, God, bring America to a repentance, to a biblical view of marriage, uh, leadership, eldership, senatorialship, Episcopalianship, presidentialness. Uh, bring us closer to Thee, so that we may walk with Thee in faithfulness. But as we are faithless now, we pray that You will be faithful. In Jesus' name. Amen.